Welcome to the Here to Heaven podcast. Through homilies, meditations, and lessons, we will discover that the Christian life is a journey to the heights of heaven. Please click the like and subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast and share it with your family and friends. Thank you. Hark, my lover, here he comes, springing across the mountains, leaping like the hills. My lover's like a gazelle. (laughs) I read this song of songs and cannot help but laugh when I think of Cormac and Audrey writing this poem for him, like this gazelle leaping across the hills, but more maybe like a gazelle that's trying to avoid like a car at that moment with that look in his eyes like... (laughs) How awesome it is that we're here with you to be able to witness love. The Song of Songs is actually an amazing piece of literature. It's an amazing piece of scripture. It's unlike anything else. And it actually really speaks to the heart of an artist. And I know both of you are incredibly creative people. And God's calling you into an even deeper creativity to participate in the greatest act of arts that can be. The greatest act of creation is to create a home and to create children within that home. You will be the hand of God. And I know for many years, especially Cormac, we've been talking about art. It's the thing that we relate on so often. And as I'm reading this, it's amazing and praying over the Song of Songs how it is the heart of an artist. And it's one that God wants to share with the both of you very deeply today. What happens? That whole piece, the heart, my lover, here he comes. It's this, it's the heart really of the church. It's the bridal heart noticing Christ coming. But on a just simple level, what happens? It's this recognizing of beauty approaching. That's what an artist has to do first when you create. An artist first has to recognize. They have to look upon something and behold it. When you first met, you beheld one another. You recognized the beauty within each other. And not wanting to possess it, but rather than to participate in it, you started to fall more deeply in love. And you start to relate to each other. But before that, you have to recognize. There's that recognition. Here he stands. He's outside the wall. He's peering through the windows. I'm trying to see who he is. He's trying to see who I am. Isn't that the beginning of romance? It's the beginning of marriage. This recognition of the mystery of the other that we grow up our whole lives becoming familiar with the I. Who am I? But then suddenly when you beheld the thou, when you beheld the other, something seizes you, very much like the heart, the mind, the eyes of an artist. We're seized by an image and we want to create art based on it. And once we relate, once we see it, then we are, once we recognize it, then we're able to relate in it. Oh, my dove and the cliffs of the rock, in the secret recesses of the cliff, as one has tried to climb into the mystery of the other's life, hidden like that dove in the, ro- in the cliff. Let me see you. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and you are lovely. Let me, let me relate with you. This is when an artist is creating. You start to 
The painting becomes you and you become the painting, the sculpture, whatever it might be. In that moment, there's, there's a relationship that develops. It's the same with marriage. So often people begin and continue marriage just recognizing, recognizing life, recognizing all the things going by, recognizing the needs, finances, all these mundane things which quite frankly get very boring after a while. And relationships usually only are on that part. But it's when we can recognize life and then relate to it where we don't know where Audrey ends and Cormac begins and vice versa. There's this relationship of the heart, not just the relationship of the mind, not just the idealized life and all the things when we begin our young romance, everything is it's ideal and we're, we're the mystery and it's awesome, but then all of a sudden things get difficult, very much like climbing that cliff. It requires a great amount of effort, but it's in that relating that we can go from recognizing and relating to finally abiding abiding in each other. My lover belongs to me, and I to him. Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm. Let us be sealed together so we can abide with each other, so that even death, even sufferings, even difficulties, the deep water and the blazing fire and all the other things that this wonderful author relates, it's not going to get in the way of that abiding. That's precisely what marriage is, to be able to abide in the mystery of the other and through the other come to abide in the mystery of Christ. That's what you invite your children into. That's what you invite us into in this. That's the great work of art. And how beautiful it is then that you chose John, the one who knew how to abide and contemplate God, the, such a, a beautiful artist himself. And what is it that Jesus came for? As the Father has loved me, so I also love you. With a love that is indescribable. It is one that totally surrenders itself. Remain in my love. Or rather, in another translation is, abide in my love. Share this love that the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit have within this inner life. As husband and wife and then children abide in that Trinitarian type of love, you not only image to each other the divine love of God, but you image to the world that, a world that stopped believing in God because it's forgotten the beauty that's all around it. What does an artist do? The point of an artist is to be the provocateur, that provokes the heart of man to be able to recognize the beauty around that they are unable to see. There's a particular grace to the artist. It's the same grace that's given you today in marriage. Today you become the provocateur of the world, a world that's rejected truth and goodness and beauty and unity Today, you become a sign of that truth and that goodness and that beauty and that unity. You become a sign of God. And the artist and the art of your marriage become inseparable. And today, the both of you will begin to create as though you were divine. 
On the day of your baptism, you became a daughter and a son of the Father. And now the Father wants to abide not just in you, he wants to abide deeply in the world through your marriage by taking on the things of the world and then making them beautiful and making them good and making them holy and true. Your palate becomes reality. Your medium becomes life. Your friendships, your families, your work, everything becomes a source of beauty. And how does Jesus want us to do it? When we keep his commandments, and what's his commandments? Yes, the ten. But the commandments is to love one another as I have loved you. And how does he love? Like that. He wants you to hang upon the cross of life so that you can become the source of life. Because today you both die here and rise here. Today, Audrey, you wear white as a reminder of new life. And Cormac, you wear the darkness of death <laughs> as a reminder that to have one, you have to have the other. And so today, die to your life. Die to your hopes and your dreams, because if you do that, then the hopes and dreams that God has are going to be so much better than what you can dream. Your dreams become his today. Your art becomes your lives together today. And yes, we look forward to see what you will create, whatever medium you choose in the physical realm. And we look forward to seeing what God wishes to create through you, the children that he brings to you, God willing. But whatever it is that he wills, it will be beautiful. So recognize what he's doing through your prayer. Relate to each other by sharing your hearts, by going to those deeper places. And don't be afraid because God promises us, St. Paul tells us in Ephesians, he tells us, whatever you bring into the light becomes light. And so throughout your marriage, you're going to go through struggles and difficulties. And you can ask any of them here, because if you've been married for more than 15 minutes, there's going to be struggle and there's going to be difficulty. I promise you, by the time you walk out of this door, there's going to be struggle and there's going to be difficulty. But when we bring that to the light, those struggles and those difficulties become the very source of light that infuses the darkness of the world with the presence of God. And then finally, and most importantly, always abide. Abide in your own heart as contemplatives in the middle of the world. Abide with each other in just sharing the presence of the other without having to talk. It'll be very difficult for both of you sometimes. But to be able to just be silent together, like Mary and Joseph were, as they contemplated the presence of Christ in front of them, and then from that contemplative silence, you will abide. And I can't wait to see what happens. You will transform the world. Are you ready? Thanks for listening to the Here to Heaven podcast with me, Father Bob Kilner. Make sure you subscribe to not miss when new reflections and homilies are posted. This podcast is presented to you by the Holy Ruckus Podcast Network. 
for awesome faith-based podcasts, blogs, and video, visit www.theholyruckus.com.